The Stone and Tile Show is proud to be sponsored by the National Tile Contractors Association. The NTCA is a leading trade association in the tile and stone industry dedicated to professional installation of ceramic tile and natural stone. With more than 1,500 members representing thousands of installers, NTCA works hard to be a strong voice for proper installation and qualified labor. The association invests in a professional staff to provide technical support and assistance and offers free educational seminars and regional training opportunities around the country. To learn more about what the NTCA can offer for you or your business, go to the website www.tile-assn.com. That's www.tile-assn.com. Welcome, folks, to the 180th episode of the Stone and Tile Show. I am your host, Fred Houston. A couple of announcements before I get started on today's show. Uh, those of you that have been following my articles on my website, Stone Forensics, that's stoneforensics.com. I now have close to 350 articles uh, that I've written on there and involving stone, tile, concrete, and a bunch of other interesting things that have to uh, do with our industry. So go ahead and check them out. If you go to the stoneforensics.com, go to the article tab up on top of the page, and there's a, a search bar that, that pops up there. So if you want to know something, uh, for example, if you want to know a little bit about efflorescence, just go ahead and type in efflorescence, and it'll bring you to those, to those articles. Anyway, today what I want to talk about is the essential tool toolkit for stone and tile inspections. As you know, I do a stone and tile inspection and troubleshooting seminar every year in Las Vegas in January. And uh, this coming year, unfortunately, that seminar is full. Uh, I take a maximum of 10 people, and we are full. So uh, I am taking names for the following year, uh, which would be 2025. I may end up doing one sooner than that, but if you want to get on the mailing list or the waiting list for that seminar, obviously it's a popular seminar, uh, send me an email to fhuston, that's F-H-U-E-S-T-O-N, at gmail.com. That's F-H-U-E-S-T-O-N at gmail.com. Uh, this podcast is not live today, so I won't give you the call-in number. But uh, I wanted to, I have a lot of inspectors out there asking, you know, what do I take on an inspection? What what tools do I need? What equipment do I need? What, what do I need to look for? Well, that's all going to depend on what you're looking at. Obviously, if I'm going to do a slip reading somewhere, I'm going to take a slip meter. I really don't need much of anything else and what's in my slip, slip kit. Uh, however, if I'm looking at a water issue, a moisture issue, or maybe it's unknown, maybe I don't know uh, what the problem is, I have an actual tool bag that I have, which has all my equipment in there, and I'm going to go ahead and we're going to list those off and explain a little bit of detail what I use them for. Keep in mind that most of these tools that I'm going to use are for non-destructive testing. So I'm not going to talk about removing a tile, tearing up a tile, and the tools you'll need for that. Obviously, if, if you do this work, you'll know what that requires. And many times I do need to tear up a tile to see what's underneath it. But what I'm going to talk about today is the basic toolkit that I use uh, on, a, on an inspection for non-destructive testing. And I've actually put this into categories. I put it under measuring and leveling, visual inspection and documentation, surface testing, moisture and chemical testing, personal protective equipment, what we call PPE, and miscellaneous, uh, miscellaneous tools. I have these all in a list written down on my website. So if you go to stoneforensics.com, 
Toolkit.com. Go to articles. Type in Toolkit. If it doesn't pop up on the first page, it probably is because I just put it up there. But if it doesn't, you're listening to this later on. Type in Toolkit, and it'll bring you that entire list. So let's take a look at it. The first category is measuring and leveling. And the first thing you're going to need is what I call a scale. And I don't mean the scale you weigh things on. I mean the scale, is it's like a ruler. Now, I buy mine from a company called CSI Supply. Yes, it's the same uh, supply that supplies the CSIs for a crime scene investigation. But in this case, we're talking about certified stone inspectors. Uh, happens to also be CSI. But anyway, these really are, are excellent for measuring cracks, the width of your grout, whatever. But more importantly, I use them for scale in a photograph. You know, a lot of times I'll take a photograph of a, of a crack, and if you just take a photograph of the crack, you have no idea how big that crack is, how wide that crack is, or even how what size the tile is. So if you place that scale down in the photograph, it gives you a good idea. So that's the first thing I would take with me, and I have several of them that I use in my toolkit. And by the way, I'm going to eventually do a video, hopefully this month, showing you what all these tools are like. So uh, keep an eye on that. Uh, keep an eye on my website on Facebook. Uh, just type in Stone Forensics. You'll see my Facebook page, and uh, you'll see an announcement when I post that video on YouTube as to the actual video of all this, this equipment that I have. So you need a scale or a ruler. Uh, you'll need a tape measure, obviously, for measuring things. Uh, I take several levels. I have a small uh, three-foot level, and then I also take a six-foot level. And obviously, that's for uh, usually measuring pitch, especially when you're doing a shower inspection. Uh, how do you guys measure lippage? Um, there are lippage tools out there, but what I use is a simple tire gauge, a tire tread gauge. And you can use one of those fancy, or not, not fancy, but basic you know, mechanical ones, or I actually have a digital one that'll tell me exactly uh, what the lippage is. So that's a good lippage tool. All right, as far as visual inspection and documentation, I always carry an infrared camera. And why I use an infrared camera, uh, kind of an interesting story. Uh, years ago, I had an inspection in a hotel that had something like 500 bathrooms. And we tore one out, and it all used, you know, what we call the DAB method. And I know I've explained that in, on many podcasts before. But the attorney that was there said, well, we're not going to tear out every single, every single shower. How are you going to know whether every single shower has this dot method. And I said, that's very easy. All I do is I take a, a heat gun, which I'll describe a little bit later or list a little bit later. And uh, we heat it up for a minute. We take our infrared camera and voila, the dots show up beautifully with infrared cameras. So you don't have to get fancy. You don't have to go out and buy a real expensive infrared camera, you know, a separate one. You can buy these little attachments that goes on your cell phone for like 400 bucks and they do just a great job for what, what we need. Uh, the next item you're going to need is a flashlight and an ultraviolet light. Now, flashlight, obviously, you want to be able to see into spaces you can't see in. But why do you need a UV light, a blue light, in other words? Well, several things. Uh, I use these a lot when I want to check for organic material. Um, in other words, if a dog pees on the floor or something like that, it'll show up in UV light. But also, it'll tell you whether there are any fillers in the stone. So, for example, if you have a countertop or even a floor, for that matter, and you want to know if it's filled, uh, you can take that UV light and shine it across there, and it'll shine up at a, at a different spectrum. It'll show up quite quite readily. You want to bring a camera. Now, I used to carry a very expensive 35-millimeter camera. I don't do that anymore because the iPhone that I have, especially if you go with the latest iPhones, take excellent pictures. And, you know... I'm not a professional photographer, but I've compared my photos on my iPhone to my 35 millimeter camera, and they're good enough 
uh, and detailed enough for what we need. So uh, make sure you have a, a camera with you, whether it's your phone or a, or a separate camera. And then I will also take a boroscope. Now, what a boroscope is, it's basically a camera that's on a wire. Um, if anybody's ever had a colonoscopy, that's what a doctor uses uh, to do a colonoscopy or what they call an EEG where they go down your throat. Uh, you can buy these very inexpensively on Amazon, a couple hundred bucks, you can have one. And they're really good for going into drains. I just used one uh, last week looking at a, a shower drain to see if I could see if the weep holes were clogged. You just feed that little camera down in there and bingo, uh, you can see right down there. They're really, really nice to use. I also bring a handheld microscope. And again, you can buy these on Amazon under a hundred bucks. Uh, they're really good. Uh, if you want to get a really close up examination of, of stone, looking at the minerals of the stone. And we go over this in my, in my seminar. I'm not going to go over that, that here. So that, that's your basic, uh, visual inspection, uh, other than your eyes and lots of questions. The next is surface testing. Of course, if I'm doing slip readings, I'm going to use a slip meter. I use the BOT 3000 uh, for that. Uh, I may bring a suction cup. Now, you can use the Grabo. You can use your standard mechanical uh, suction cups if you want. And the reason I'm doing that is a lot of times I'll find tiles that you can pull up very easily with a suction cup. Well, that tells you there's a bonding issue. So a suction cup is good. I have several types of grout removal tools for whatever reason. I want to scrape the grout to see how soft or how hard the grout is or just examine the grout in general. Um, you can go to a lapidary supply or you can go to, again, Amazon or any of those other sites and you can pick up what they're called hardness pencils. And those of you familiar with the Mohs scale know what hardness pencils are. Uh, basically, the most scales goes from a 1 to a 10. And uh, you can buy these hardness pencils. You can actually test the hardness of a particular stone that you're looking at. I always carry a golf ball. And uh, people laugh when I pull out the golf ball because I say I'm going to use this very sophisticated tool called an acoustical impact tester. And it's nothing more than a golf ball. And we use that for bouncing on the tiles to listen for soundness, to listen to see if the tiles are hollow or not. I also have a portable metal detector. And I use a metal detector a lot of times when I see rust, especially if the rust spots are in little, like little dots. Uh, I may end up uh, suspecting that there's some screws there that are rusting, and the metal detector will tell me that. A gloss meter I sometimes carry. It just depends on what I'm going there for. Uh, if there's a question on the gloss level of the, of the stone, I'll take a gloss measure, uh, uh, reading and measure the gloss. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, the next category is moisture and chemical testing. Now, over the years, I've used, you know, your basic moisture meters, your Wagner meters, Ryobi has a meter, and they're all fine and dandy for giving you, you know, just a, an indication as to whether you have moisture there or not. Uh, but I also have and use a Trimax meter, a moisture meter, which also has a built-in hygrometer. And these, in my opinion, are probably the most accurate meter on the market today. Uh, they're kind of pricey. But if you're going to be in this business and you're going to be professional about it, I would definitely in, uh, definitely endorse and uh, look at, at a Trimex moisture meter. The one I use is called the Trimex Moisture Encounter. Uh, it's made for concrete. And what's nice about this is it has a built-in hygrometer, which measures the, the dew point, measures humidity, in other words, and you can calculate dew points. And if you want to know more about that, I have some articles on my website about that, as well as we discuss that uh, in my seminars. pH litmus paper. I want to check the pH. We want to check for ASR, alkali silicone reaction. Sometimes, uh, a lot of times, I can determine uh, whether an acid's been used by just using a pH paper. 
I also carry an iron test kit. And what an iron test kit is, and you can pick these up at most water softening companies, is a lot of times if I get some strange iron staining, I may check the water, the tap water in a shower or in a sink or something like that, tell me whether that particular water has iron in it. So they become very, very uh, uh, handy as far as that goes. I also use another type of litmus paper called a nitrate test paper, litmus test paper. And this is going to test for nitrates when you have an efflorescence problem and you want to determine why or where the efflorescence is coming from. It'll tell you whether the vapor barrier has been compromised. I've actually covered this on other podcasts, and I also have an article on my website about that. I carry several rylum tube tubes, and these rylum tubes are nothing but a tube with an opening at the end. One's for a floor, one's for a wall, and uh, these are used to measure to see if the stone is sealed, how porous the stone particular is. Then I carry some, some chemicals. I carry a mild acid with me. I carry some acetone. I uh, carry some distilled water. Uh, so whatever you know, chemical you, you think you might need, especially if you're testing for stain removal, you might want to carry a, a small portion of these chemicals. Of course, if you travel and you have to go on an airplane, that's going to be an issue. And I've had that issue in the past. But if you're local, these things you can carry very easily. I also have... Um, uh, a, a different type of moisture meter, which is your sta- a standard pen type moisture meter. And I use those in conjunction with filter paper and distilled water. And if you want to know why, this is going to test for salts. You can go back and look at some of my uh, previous podcasts where I talk about how that procedure is actually done. Uh, now, of course, you want to have gloves. Uh, I bring foot covers with me also. You go into these houses, sometimes people don't want you trampling across their, their floor with your dirty feet or boots or whatever. Uh, you can take your shoes off or you can just put on these booty covers, I, I call them, that you can buy, again, at any safety supply shop, you know, Amazon or whatever. And at my age, I'm getting up there. It's harder and harder getting on my knees, so I carry a good pair of knee pads all the time because a lot of times I need to get down on the floor to actually take a look. So uh, very important. And, of course, safety goggles if you're using any power tools for the type of non-destructive inspections we're doing here. We don't need those, but I always have a pair with me anyway. And then a bunch of miscellaneous tools. I carry a set of screwdrivers, a utility knife. Uh, I carry some baggies, some plastic specimen bags. Sometimes I'll take samples of grout. Uh, If someone has a spare tile or if I end up doing a destructive test, I always have those bags handy with me along with a Sharpie to mark. Now, the heat gun uh, I also carry with me, as I described previously, for using the infrared camera to test uh, to be able to see behind there, uh, behind a tile or whatever. And then make sure you bring an extension cord uh, for, for that heat gun. You want rags and paper towels. Uh, I, bring, I have a putty knife with me, uh, pencils, uh, you know, a Sharpie I'd mentioned. Uh, I sometimes carry what I call crack monitors. And these are little monitors that go across the crack that you can actually see if the crack is moving or not over a time period. And again, I think I have an article on that on my website as well as we cover that in the, in my seminars. And then I take a bent hanger. So I basically take a wire hanger. I cut off the long end of it, and I put a little bit of an L shape at the end, about an inch long. And what that allows me to do is stick that down the drain and check for weep holes to see if those weep holes are clogged or not. I also carry several types of tape. I carry painter's tape with me for use for marking. Uh, I also carry those little, uh, you see these on CSI TV, those little triangle things with numbers on them. If I want to identify a certain area, I have those for marking as well. And you might want to carry some duct tape as well. And the reason I use duct tape sometimes if I want to test the adhesion properties of 
of, of a coding, for example, I have a, a job coming up, actually two jobs coming up, uh, where the coatings are peeling off. And what I do is take a piece of duct tape, stick that down, pull it up real quick, and just see the bond strength of the coating. So that's my basic toolkit. Now, you know, I may carry some other 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 tools or whatever, depending on what, what it is. So if you want a, you know, a complete list of that, again, it's on my site, Stone Forensics. It's under the Articles tab. And if you just type in toolbox, toolkit, I'm sorry, not toolbox, toolkit, uh, you'll see that that particular list. Of course, you could always sign up for my seminar uh, in 2025. And, uh, oh, and also, I will mention, I do have the seminar available as a correspondence class. It's an actual recording of the seminar. It has the PowerPoint presentation. And uh, so it is available uh, as a correspondence class if you can't make it to the, to the live class. And if you want to get a copy of that, um, I can give you some information on that. Just send me an email at fhuston, that's F-H-U-E-S-T-O-N at gmail.com. And again, my seminar is full uh, for this coming year. Sorry about that. But again, if you want to get on the waiting list for the next one or the correspondence course, send me an email at fhuston, F-H-U-E-S-T-O-N at gmail.com. Alrighty, folks, until next time, thanks for listening. Keep setting those tiles, polishing that stone, and fabricating those tops. Talk to everybody later. Thank you, Tough Skin, one of our gold sponsors. Marble etches and stains, Tough Skin guarantees it will not. Tough Skin provides a unique product and installation service anywhere in the USA with a proprietary stone laminate products. They protect marble countertops with an acid, oil, and waterproof guarantee. That's right, it's now possible to install marble, onyx, and travertine countertops without the worry of etching and staining from common household items like wine, lemon, coffee, or other acidic foods. People have been trying to figure this out for thousands of years, and Tough Skin Surface Protection has done it. Available in gloss and satin to match the countertop finish. Visit them online at toughskinprotection.com. That's T-U-F-F skinprotection.com to learn more. Are you looking for quality greenstone working products? ESP sells many lines of fine quality, environmentally safe products. Stone Pro, MB Stone Care, Bondstone and Touchstone Adhesives, more Stone Care products, Easy Care products, and Better Bio, which is over 80% bio-based and approved by the USDA. For more info, visit ESPSales.net. That's ESPSales.net. <laughs>